Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop J. Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop J. Godwill as he ministers the engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning once again, dear Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are here on earth to help us. You are a comforter, our teacher. This morning I pray, teach us. Open the eyes of our heart, the eyes of understanding. Bring us the revelation of your word mightily. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you and you may be seated in pleasant places. I appreciate the choir. I appreciate all the ministrations we have received. Amen. All right. You are welcome to church once again. Amen. Um, We are continuing our study about soul winning. Last week was Father's Day and we paused a bit to look at something concerning Father's Day. So today we continue on soul winning. Amen. All right, I see a few people hanging outside. Can, can they be organized to just get seated? Nobody, this is not a time to wee-wee. This is not a time to, all right, I've seen some people going towards the um, gents. It's time to hear the word. Amen. So I'm sharing from this anointed book um, and teaching um, from our dear shepherd and father, Bishop Dagiwood Mills. 120 reasons why you, somebody like you, should be converted into a soul winner. And I pray that at the end of all these teachings, you will become a great soul winner. Say a better amen. Amen. All right. So um, let's run through a little bit just to remind you of what we have covered. We, we, We still have a lot to cover. How many reasons did I give you the last time? You remember? Five. Only five. Wow. All right. Reason number one was what? You must be a soul winner because what? It is a great commission, the great command, great mandate, great instruction, great order given by our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, you must be a soul winner because we are called to this great work of soul winning. Say soul winning. Number three, Number three, you must be a soul winner because you were created to carry out the good work of soul winning. Hallelujah. The reason why we live, the reason why we were created, according to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, for we are his workmanship, created. Another version says, crafted in Christ Jesus unto good works. Amen. Which God before ordained that we should walk in them. So may you walk in the good works of preaching the gospel. Amen. Number four, you must be a soul winner because soul winning gives gives what? An energy. Say great joy. All right. And energizes Christians. May you be energized. Through soul winning. Amen. Number five, you must be a soul winner because true greatness of a church, of any church, is not how many it seeds, but how many it sends. Hallelujah. It is not the seating capacity of the church, but the sending capacity of the church. Amen. All right. 
Now, so we continue today. I want to give you reason number six. Saying, you must be a soul winner because soul winning is the heartbeat of the Lord Jesus. Say the heartbeat. You see, when we say the heartbeat of something, you are talking about the, the most essential purpose the very essence of something, eh? the very center. Do you understand center? Uh-huh. The very essence of the existence, and that is what the person lives for. The heartbeat of Jesus, what he wants, what he desires, what he wants to see, what makes him happy, what makes him excited, what pumps his heart is so winning. Amen. Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. Luke 19 and 10. Jesus saying, speaking, said, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to distribute Mercedes Benzes to all the people who receive him. What? Is that what you read? Anas. Okay. For the Son of God has come to give Brazilian hair to all ladies. Uh, For the Son of Man has come to distribute Peruvian hair. Gifty. Is that what you read? Peruvian hair. Hmm? But the Son of Man has come to do what? I cannot hear you. To seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. So this is the reason why the Son of Man, Jesus, came. To seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. Now, one day, our bishop had a vision and said in the vision he saw a heart pumping, you know, blood pumping, a bloody heart. And the Lord spoke to him and said that this is the heartbeat of Christ. So winning, so winning, so winning. Harvesting of souls, harvesting of souls. If you want to do something that touches the heart of the Lord, get into soul winning. Get into what? Soul winning. It touches. There is always something that touches somebody's heart. Pleasantly. Soul winning touches God's heart more than anything else. Amen. Hey, Pastor, what about worship? Yes, worship touches the Lord's heart. But soul winning touches the heart most. After you have worshipped, win souls. Amen. Hey, Pastor, so what about giving a lot of money? Beautiful. We must give a lot of money. But after we have given the money, win souls. Amen. Soul winning is the heartbeat of the Lord. Shout out. Hey, Pastor, what about marrying a nice husband? Marry the nice husband. Marry the nice wife. It's good. It's great. We pray. I am always praying for God to provide husbands for the many sisters in the church. Look, if you are a potential husband and you are in the church, reveal yourself so that we, we discover you. Reveal yourself. Alright? Don't hide. Our sisters need husbands. I thought I would hear the sisters say amen. Okay. Lord, give husbands to only those who lift their hands. You be there. There are always more sisters than husbands. Do you see? May God give you one. One good one. Not some 419 husband. Father, we cast out all 419 husbands. In the name of Jesus. And may God give you also a good wife. 
Because Charlie, there are four one nine wives. So. Hey. They are disappearing wives. <laughs> one day, one brother, his wife disappeared. Yeah. He just, she just disappeared. May your wife never disappear. So, so winning, the heart beat. Amen. Now, number seven, you must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents church splits. Soul winning prevents church splits. All right? Sometimes churches split. You see there's some confusion and then the churches, churches can split. All right? So when your church, when our church members are engaged in fruitful activities of soul winning, they have very little time for petty quarrels that bring about divisions. Say petty quarrels. Yeah. You see, there are a lot of things that can generate quarrels, misunderstandings. Eh? Itim nakam. Mm, do you understand? Itim nakam. You've pinched me. You've beaten me. Eh? This is my chair. Every Sunday when I come, I sit here. How come today you have come to sit here? You know it is my chair. Why is the usher directing me to sit there when this is my chair? My friend is there. I must sit there. I must park my car here. My car must not be in the sun. It must be in the shade. I have registered this shade for my car. Hmm? So many um, little petty quarrels that can happen. Eh? This sister is my friend. Why are you smiling with her? I am the one who brought her to church. Why are you the one doing follow up? Anything that people say A, A to, it means that it is happening to them. <laughs> now, listen. So, when people have nothing to do, they find something to do. And often they find something wrong to do. And that's why people say that the devil finds work for the idle hands, isn't it? It's not in the Bible, but it is a saying. That is true. And happens a lot. So you must not be idle in the church. Are you listening to me? Now, for example, soldiers. Every country has a lot of soldiers. They are always being trained. And you see, when you are a civilian, you, you don't know what happens in the military. There's a lot of training that goes on. Before somebody even passes out of the military school, you have no military academy. You have no idea what they go through. You have no idea what they go through. I, I knew somebody. I had a friend um, who was in the military academy. So I used to ask him because I was interested in, I, I wanted to become a soldier. Oh, yeah. I wanted to become an Air Force pilot. That was my original aim. Yeah. And thank God I am. <laughs> I am in the supernatural air force. <laughs> yeah. So I've always been interested in knowing what soldiers go through, so their training and everything. You get it? Yeah. And there are, there are places. If you go to Tamale, there's a whole battalion and they are just paratroopers, I believe. Yeah. Do you know who's a paratrooper? How to jump out of the plane and land on the earth. A plane that is flying thousands of meters in the, in the sky. How to jump out of the plane and land on the earth. Of course, with a parachute. <laughs> yes. 
And you see, you may see people coming down with parachute. You think that is easy. You can be dropped. You are supposed to land here. You may land in the sea. Yeah. Because the wind. So you, they, they teach them how to control the thing, the ropes and everything, how to guide yourself and land where you must land. Sometimes when they are doing this military parade and so on at the um, stadium. Is this stadium that they do? Independence Square. And some that they, some paratroopers are supposed to land. Some are landing in the sea. Land, land, or seashore. And some have also landed at the place. And she, yeah, trotrobitry man will be a landlord. Hey. So, a lot of training. They have a place, I think, Achiasi. They train them, I don't know what, the jungle warfare. There's something called jungle warfare. They train them how to survive in the jungle. Sometimes they drop soldiers in the jungle. They drop you, no food, nothing. And they drop you far from where there is life. And they give you a day. Arrive at the training station by three days. Arrive. It's up to you. Whether you can you kill snakes and roast them to eat, rats, a bebe. <laughs> Anything you can eat to survive, it's up to you. Arrive at the place by such a time. So they go through a lot of training. Now, and they have been taught to fight. They have been taught to kill. Captain Major Mahama, who was linked, he, he, he was a sniper. Do you know who a sniper is? A sniper is somebody, he takes the rifle, eh? you can put a bed, the head of a bed there, and he says, shoot, shoot the eye. Then he aims and he shoots the eye, not the beak. <laughs> That's a sniper. You, if I give you a gun now, I say shoot. Do you know what will happen? You are standing here. When you press, pa, we'll find you. You will be lying here. And the gun that was pointing here will go into the air. Now you don't know that there are principles of firing. Yeah. So all this, they have been trained to fire. They have been trained to kill. Trained to survive. They've been trained to fight. And sometimes... There's no war. <laughs> There's nothing to fight. So they are all sitting at the barracks and thinking, what should we do with our training? Before you realize, somebody has started a fight. Yeah. Somebody can create a fight. Hey. What type of fight? Before you realize, cool. Is entering their minds. Yeah. They've been trained that they are not using the gun. Been trained how to shoot the gun, but there's, there's nothing to shoot. Sometimes they take them for peacekeeping. Peacekeeping means keep peace. Maintain peace. No aggression. Am I talking? So it can give rise to a lot of, before you realize, a bad thought has occurred to somebody because he wants to test all the trainings that he has been trained but there's nowhere to to test it so he has to test it in the nation yeah so that is how it is sometimes people have been trained but they are still sitting in the church wake up that young lady wake up wake up yep do you get it yeah. So if we don't go, if we don't preach, if we don't get engaged and get busy and our minds are busy out there thinking about souls, thinking about dying souls, thinking about places, ha, before we realize quarrels, unnecessary, useless quarrels have started. But when you're into soul winning, you don't even have the energy to be quarreling because you are tired. For soul winning. And the person you are about to quarrel with, you need her for soul winning. You need him for the soul winning in the afternoon. How do you quarrel when you are on your way to win souls? But when there's nothing to do, when there's nothing to do, when there's no vision, when there's idleness, then a lot of satanic ideas 
begin to occur to people. May satanic ideas not occur to you. That's why you have to be engaged in the multiplication campaign that happens every weekend, every weekend, every weekend. We are out there. Every People are out everywhere. So winning. You must be involved. Ask the person next to you, what were you doing yesterday evening? What were you doing? Where were you? Which campaign, which evangelistic activity were you involved in? Which one were you part of? Which one were you part of? Alright? So you got to be a soul winner. Tell somebody, you got to be a soul winner, man. Hallelujah. Number what? Number eight. You must be a soul winner because soul winning generates divine support and um, protection. Soul winning generates divine support and protection. Hallelujah. Look, soul winning is a very powerful thing. Very, very powerful. Look, look, look at these scriptures. All right? but, but look at what somebody wrote. A man called Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor Fawcett. This is what he said. It is not in our choice to spread the gospel or not. It is our death. If we do not. <laughs> it is not in our choice to spread the gospel or not. That is, okay, we have an option. Charlie, either we spread the gospel or we don't spread the gospel and everything is okay. If we spread it, it's fine. If you don't spread it, fine. No, he said it is our death if we don't. It is our death if we don't. Paul said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Woe is me. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Woe is me if I... And you may think, oh, that one is for Paul. Oh, that one is for the pastors. Oh, that one is for... Oh, yeah. That one is for Paul, eh? What about the one that says that my God shall supply all your needs? Is it also for Paul? (laughs) So, it is for all of us. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go, go, go. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go, go, go. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Go, go, go. If you love me, really love me. Eh? Feed my sheep. If you love me, really love me, feed my sheep. Hmm? So, this commandment is for all of us. Says for all of us. Says for all of us. I am so glad. Look, every Saturday evening, different groups are preaching, teaching, visiting, you know, sharing the gospel everywhere as a church. Me, myself. I am down there preaching the, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Often we find schools, preaching in schools, secondary schools, hostels, young people, 11 years, 15 years, 17 years, whatever, 10 years, all of them preaching the gospel to them with all my heart, with all my soul, with everything in me. Hey, one opportunity to turn somebody's heart to the cross. One opportunity to bring the gospel of salvation to a soul. Why? Because when I was, I was 11 years old, there about 10 years, 11 years, somebody brought the gospel to me and I gave my life to the Lord. 1978, by the grace of God, way back 1978, And it has, it has been a blessing to me. Why should I forget how I got saved? Why should I forget how I got saved? <laughs> oh, now that I'm a bishop, I have to be into higher ecclesiastical. Higher what? What you talking? Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Why have you started feeling too big? You feel too big to tell somebody about Christ? You feel too big 
you feel so ashamed of the gospel Paul said for we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes it is the power of God it is the power of God oh how I enjoy preaching to these young children weekend to weekend yesterday we had Mori Mostek when we went there there was even no light where we were going to preach there was no light there was nothing there there was no hall <laughs> we had to create we had to make it happen we had to organize mobilize connect wires connect lights connect bulbs connect this or move the students hey bring chairs here come and put chairs here come and put this here come and put that here before and then mobilized even the bus that we took to the place that the bus that went to fetch the people went to fetch the students bring them from this bring them from here bring them from here before there's a gathering it doesn't come by laziness it doesn't come by sitting down do you understand and it's a privilege for me it's a privilege for me yeah now number eight you must be a soul winner because winning souls soul winning generates divine support and protection soul winning generates divine support say with me divine support and protection okay now look at what Peter Taylor Fawcett a man called Peter Taylor Fawcett said he said it is not in our choice to spread the gospel or not <laughs> it is our death if we do not it is not in our choice whether to spread the gospel or not but it is our death if we do not my lord and my god what a word what a saying hmm it is not in our choice whether we want to do it. It is actually our death if we don't. It is our death. That's why Paul said, what, what is me if I preach not the gospel? But you see, many of us have relegated these things to, ah, it's for the pastors. Ah, it's for, it's for people like Paul. Ah, it's for people like, you know, these people who are so emotional, who are called, who claim to be called. As for us there, we are normal Christians, trying to live a normal life, trying to, you know, uh, just bring up our family, you know, just be family people, good wife, good husband here and there, and, you know, all that. Look, I was also like you. Do you think I don't like normal life? I like normal life. But my life is not normal again. (laughs) But I set out to have a normal life like just anybody. Amen. But the more I understood the things of God, the more I came to understand that look, the reason I live is to worship you. I worship you. I worship you. The reason I live is to worship you. And for some people, worship means lift your hand, sing a slow song, and wave to the Lord, say bye-bye to the Lord Sunday morning, and then that is worship. No. Worship is deeper than that. It's deeper than that. Real worship means sacrifice. Real worship means the altar. Real worship means blood must be sacrificed on the altar. And real worship means your life, your life sacrificed as a living sacrifice, as a burnt sacrifice to the Lord. Amen. That's real worship. Am I talking? So it concerns you. So what Peter Fawcett is saying is not for some few exuberant uh, emotional people, but it is for someone like you. Say someone like me. Alright, so when, when you win souls, you generate divine support for all that you are doing. As you read the Bible, you will discover that soul winning generates heavenly joy. There is a heavenly response to each soul that is won to heaven. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> Luke chapter 15 verses 7 verses 7 and 10 I say unto you likewise joy shall be in heaven over one patient that you give injection to doctor there is rejoicing in heaven over one patient that you give injection to is that, is that, what, is that what your bible tells you not at all what, what does the bible say huh there shall be joy in heaven over one sinner that's repentance um, more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance and when I went to check they said I shouldn't give injection again we should let the patients die that's not what I said that's not what I said alright but I'm talking about the fact that, that this is what Jesus said there is likewise Joy shall be in heaven over one sinner, one sinner that repents. It causes excitement in heaven. When one sinner repents, hey, one sinner repents, hey, one sinner repents, hey, joy in heaven. Joy in heaven. Look, in me, I don't believe. You don't believe it. When, when even uh, Bechem stars, or, or what do you call it? Bechem what? Brekum Chelsea. When they score one goal, what happens in the world? When a team scores, when they are playing all these uh, cups and the English league and these things and they score, is there not rejoicing across the world, worldwide rejoicing over one goal, over one, one balloon that has entered a space, over one inflated leather ball that enters a net? It causes a worldwide rejoicing. Worldwide rejoicing. People can take off their shirts. You see people's belly bouncing like that. Pa, 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 jumping, waving. Because of one leather ball. Inflated leather. That has entered a space. Pot bellies are jumping. How much more when one soul, one soul, one soul, one soul, one soul, one soul. But see, even Christians don't even respect when one soul repented. People will be chewing gum. I didn't know question. Is there some sobolo outside that I'm waiting to go and drink some sobolo? Yeah. One soul has repented. Forget it. It's not their business. They are not concerned. You see, we hear a bishop is traveling. He's, he's, having, he's having crusades in politically forsaken towns and countries and places in countries and thousands of souls are giving their life to Christ. You see, many church members, they are not moved. There, there's, no, there's no feeling. There's no emotion. There's no reaction. Comatose. Rigomotis. Stiff, unmovable, unshakable, no emotion, no response to stimulus. Ask your neighbor, what type of Christian are you? Why are you making the pastor talk about you like that this morning? How come? How come you are making the pastor talk, preach to you like that? I know it is not me. I have a feeling that you are the one he's preaching to. I have a feeling. That you are the one he's preaching to. Even this one cry, you can't see. <laughs> hmm? Verse 10. Same Luke 15, verse 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of angels over one sinner that repenteth. Hallelujah. So soul winning generates divine support. It creates a reaction in heaven. Okay? And then there is also divine protection that comes. Look, churches must know why they exist. To generate souls for heaven. Embassies exist to represent the government from which they came. Similarly, churches are heavenly embassies. Many pray that God will keep them from evil. But did you know that there is divine protection available for all those who take part in doing the will of God? Psalm 91. Psalm 91. It's a powerful scripture there. Verse 14. Verses 14 to 16. 
he says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Because he has set his love, his love, his love. May you set your love upon the Lord. May you set your love upon the things of God. May you set your love upon Jesus. All right. And say, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. You see, many of us are praying for protection for different things. But you see, you, you begin to come under divine protection when you are engaged in divine things. When you love the Lord, your heart is after him. You know, you love him and you have set your mind and your heart upon the Lord. And you are doing what touches the Lord's heart. Oh, heaven will be forced to release angels to be on your behalf and to work on your behalf. He said, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will answer him. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. And you see, Paul went through a whole lot of troubles. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, he starts listing a whole lot of things he went through. But in all these things, God delivered him. May God deliver you in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 38, Paul said, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. So, get deep in loving God. Set your affection on him. Plant yourself in soul winning. Divine protection will be yours. I said divine protection will be yours. Heavenly support will come. Number nine. You must be a soul winner mm, because winning soul prevents you from polishing the same coins over and over. Soul winning prevents you from polishing the same coins over and over. Hey, Pastor, what is that? I don't understand it. Yes, I know you don't understand. That's why I'm coming to explain to you. Luke chapter 15. We read verse 7 earlier. All right, Luke 15. And Jesus was talking about, he said, either which woman having 10 pieces of silver, uh, go up verse 7, start with verse 7. I say unto you, likewise, there's joy in heaven over one sin. Isn't it that repented? More than the 99 persons, just persons, which need no repentance. You see, sometimes God is not even excited when we are preaching to you. The 99 just people. You need no repentance. You are holy. You are righteous. Isn't it? You pay your tithe. <laughs> isn't it? You overcome temptations. You don't drink, you don't smoke. Mm, there's no fornication among you. I thought I'd be hearing amens and amens and amens. You gave. <laughs> eh? You gave. You obey God. You love God. Eh? You serve God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's nothing for you to repent from. You are just, you are righteous, you are holy. Oh, man. Wow, clap for yourself. I hope what I'm saying is true concerning you. 99 just people who need no repentance. God is more excited over one sinner that repent more than the 99 people that we are preaching to all the time. 99 righteous people, just people. And look at what Jesus said again. Verse 8. Either what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she loses one piece, hmm, that not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it. Until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls all her friends and neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Come on, put your hands together. 
Amen. So, sometimes the mistake is to concentrate on the 99, the nine coins. And you have forgotten that you have, you have lost one coin, one silver coin, one piece of gold is missing in the house. You cannot find it. As I say, which woman will not light, wake up, light a candle, sweep the whole place, search for it diligently? Diligently. Look, have you been broke before? Is there anybody here who has been broke before? When I say broke, it's like, Charlie, you woke up, you, you, you open your wallet, there's no money. Hey! Charlie, in the, <laughs> man, there's no money in your wallet. You checked your mobile account, zero. You checked your bank account, negative. Mino, have you been there before? When you enter your wardrobe and you start checking your suit, you check the pocket. If there's any money left somewhere, check the pocket, check every open books, open under some shelf, under some pillow, check everywhere. Your wife's bag, portmanteau, suitcase, trunk, chop box, anything. <laughs> Then as you checking, 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 then you find one trouser, the back pocket. Then you see that there's something in there. And when you open and you check, 10 CDs. One, two, three, four, five, six. And one five CDs. <laughs> What a major joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christy, the way you remember that the man didn't be a told Yeah. So, God is not only interested in the ninth, no, the lost one, the lost one, finding the lost one, he's more excited about it. Amen. So sometimes what we do and pray that as pastors we never fall into that problem where we just polish the 99 coins, the 99 or the 9 coins, polish them. How do we polish them? Uh, bring another sermon. Now we go and bring a prophet, come and prophesy. Prophesy to them. I see something. I see somebody. Three people here. God is going to bless you. I see three cars moving. One in this direction. One in the other direction. Another one in that direction. Come on, receive. Come on, take it. I see two motorcycles. (laughs) Then, after some time, we say, no, now we need an apostolic mandate. To ginger the people. We need a revivalist. Then we bring convention after convention. Polishing after more polishing. Okay, now we need the marriage seminar. Because it looked like the brothers are not marrying the sisters. And the marriages too are becoming some way. So we bring a marriage. You know, organized marriage seminar. Marriage counseling. And then we polish. We are polishing. We, are keep, we keep polishing. We keep polishing. And what is happening to that lost coin. It is becoming loster. <laughs> Please don't go and write it anywhere. It is becoming more lost. It has now changed color. It was supposed to be silver. It has become brown. It's becoming blackish. Why? Because the world is becoming more evil, more pornography. They are drinking more. They are watching more pornography. They are becoming more wicked, more evil. As we concentrate on polishing and polishing and Christians who are never satisfied. Never satisfied. God, you gave me a husband. What about a child? I now have a child, but I don't have a shoe for the child. Lord, you have blessed me with a car, but I don't have petrol for the car. What kind of God are you? If you are giving me a car, why don't you give me petrol also? I mean, what type of God is this? 
one complaint after another, we are never satisfied. Never satisfied. One need after another. And every time there's a need, it's as if God has done almost nothing. Many people, it's as if God has done nothing. Yeah. So, and then we forget. We forget about the, 90, the, the one lost coin. The one lost sheep. The one. Because 99 people are demanding for other things. And the one, that voice, you don't even hear it. You don't even hear it because it's lost. It cannot be found. Say, either which woman will not light a candle. To find that one, you have to light a candle. You have to move. You have to sweep the house. You have to comb the city. You have to make effort. You have to go out. Yeah. That's why Bishop always said that. When he started crusades, he realized why there are no, not so many evangelists. Huh. Evangelism. It is very easy to sit in a church and have members come up. But to go and stand on a platform <laughs> in a village, in a town and say, hey, I am anointed. Come. <laughs> I want to preach to you. Come. I brought salvation. Come. I brought the blood of Jesus. Come. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give, I the evangelist, I will give you rest. I will lampo. <laughs> yeah. The people are sitting in their corner. They are, they are thinking about themselves. How to mobilize them there. Even how to have light where you are standing. Even what to stand on. The platform to stand on. A lot of money. To put on light. Is a lot of money. To have a generator. To even move there. To mobilize the souls to the crusade or to the place. Ha, soul winning is never a simple work. That's why many people prefer to just sit in church, sing in church, do something in church. Many pastors are satisfied. Preach Sunday morning, preach one service, they go home. Whole church is locked up. Everywhere is locked up. They've gone home. They are resting. Charlie, man tired. Yeah. I'm just resting. When you are into soul winning, you are never resting. You are always thinking. You are dreaming. Where next? Who else? And souls to there somewhere. Many of you souls who are here somewhere. When we come to visit you, tell them I'm not there. You give wrong phone number so that when we call you, we cannot reach you. Yeah. If we are coming to pick you to church, somebody has brought his car to come and fetch you to church. Come and see dodgings. I have not had my bath. I cannot come today. My mother has sent me. My grandmother woke up from the dead yesterday. He said he wants a meeting with me today. So I cannot come. All kinds of manufacturing excuses. People have gone to hide under their bed. People say, wait, I'm going to bath. Then they pass here and they run. Yeah. You go to the area to go and bring the, the people to church Sunday. When they see you coming, in Kofunabo, Lighthouse Funabo, then... All the people scatter. The whole house becomes empty. You call people Sunday morning. Oh, today is Sunday. We are going to church. Oh, yeah, church. I will come. No problem. Oh, I'm coming to pick you. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll be ready. I'll be waiting for you. Don't worry. What time did you say? Nine. Oh, 8.30. I'll be there. 8.30. By 8, when you call again, phone, switch off. Switch off. Out of coverage area. When you go to the house, there's nobody in the house. People, not that you are gaining anything. Do you gain money from any, any member? No, 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 at all. I spend a lot of money and effort to go. But, uh, and still? Not, yeah, they are not there. This they run away. For example, yesterday I found more than, how many, 13 people. We went and they were not there. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> A lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. That's why God gets excited when one, even one, one, 
Anytime you think about this club, think about scoring a goal. Uh, Mr. Footballer, is it easy to score a goal? When you are doing rehearsals on the field, it's very easy to score a goal. To, to score a goal. But not when you're on TV. <laughs> yeah. In a real match, to score one goal. Yeah. That's why people are paid heavily. 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 To score goals. May you be a, a goal, goal scorer in heaven. Yeah. yeah. That you are able to, you are a, a heavenly striker. Evangelists are heavenly strikers. They are strikers of the gospel. They are the ones who bring the gospel into the, into the, to home. They bring the gospel home. After all the effort, they bring the ball home. Yeah. To the heart of the soul. Evangelists should be greatly appreciated and greatly valued. That's why heaven values soul winners. Heaven values soul winners. Heaven values soul winners. May you be a soul winner. Last point for today. I thought I would hear, oh... But some people are saying, yeah. We must be soul winners because we must save people from building their houses on the sand. Save people from building their houses on the sand. What do you mean, pastor? Matthew chapter 7 verse 26 on the keyboard, brother. Every man that hear these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man. Which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended. And the floods came. And the winds blew. And beat upon that house. And it fell. And great was that fall. Many people fall into this category. He that heareth my sayings and doeth them not. Many people hear the word of God. And they don't even obey. They are building their lives that will be swept away by one wind, by one storm, by one flood. Everything they have built will be carried away. But when we take the gospel to them, they begin to build their houses upon a rock. Hallelujah. And the rains will come down. The storms will come down. The rain, the storms, the winds, they beat on both houses, both foundations. Both the one who built on the rock and the one who built on the sand. Lives. That is why you see Christians die. Christians die young. Pastors, the same troubles that happen to unbelievers, happen to men of God, happen to Christians, happen to anybody. But your foundation, your foundation will determine whether you'll be swept away or whether you'll stand. May you stand strong. May we be engaged in this divine activity that generates support, excitement in heaven, and generates interest. May heaven pay you heavily. May heaven pay you heavily. May heaven pay you heavily. Because you are a striker of the gospel. A soul-winning striker in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. I will never be the same again. Never return. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I'll run the race. And I will never be the same again I will never be I will never be the same again never return I will never return I've closed the door I will walk the path I'll run the race 
hand on your heart and pray. Ask the Lord, Lord, change my heart. Make me a soul winner. 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 Make me into a soul winner. Convert me, O Lord, from an ordinary Christian to a soul winning Christian. Convert me, O God, to a soul winning Christian. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray over everyone. I pray over every heart, Lord. Convert us into soul winners. Make us soul winners. I pray for everyone here. Yes. Listen, if you are here, you really, especially, I know everybody will say yes. Um, I want to be a soul winner, but you feel like God is touching your heart specially to become a special soul winner, to develop higher interest in soul winning. Lift up your hand. I want to pray for you. Higher interest in soul winning. All right. All right. Wonderful. Father, I pray for every hand lifted. Change our hearts. Transform us into mighty soul winners. Into mega soul winners. Yes, Thank you, Lord. May we never remain the same again. Yes, Thank you for the transforming power of yes, the Holy Spirit. Yes, Only the Holy Spirit can do this work. Yes, do it, O oh Lord. That yes, glory and honor will come to your name. May many souls be won. Yes. May many more souls be won through your children. Yes, through yes, this church, Lord. Yes. May many be turned from unrighteousness yes, to righteousness. Yes, May many be pulled out of darkness into the Jesus, light of the yes. gospel. May many be sniped out of the fires yes, of hell, yes, yes. O Lord, into the kingdom yes, of your dear Son. Jesus. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit mm. that transforms our lives and Jesus. transforms our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Now, still in prayer, every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are not sure whether you are saved, whether you are born again, whether you go to heaven or hell. But today, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your... Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Lift your right hand if you are here like that. Pastor, pray for me. I'm not sure whether I'm saved. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. I see all those hands. I'm not sure whether I'm saved, but I want to be sure. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. God bless you. I want, I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. God bless you. God bless you. If your hand is lifted, come. Take your bag, your handbag, your mobile phone. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come all the way here. I want to pray with you. Come all the way here. I want to pray with you. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Yes, Lord. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give Everybody in front here, pray this prayer after me. And I want the whole church to join. Pray it with all your heart. Those, those in front here, this is the prayer that is changing your life. The Lord Jesus is coming into your heart. Washing away every sin. And giving you a new cloak of righteousness. So pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Oh Lord have mercy on me. Oh Lord have mercy on me. And forgive me for all my sins. And forgive me for all my sins. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a wicked person. I know I'm a wicked Lord person. have mercy on me. Lord have mercy on Wash me. Wash away all my sins. Wash away all my sins. With the precious blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Change my life oh Lord. Change my heart, O Lord. Make me a new person, O Lord. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, I turn 
turn away, I turn away from my sinful life. My sinful life. I, have I have decided to follow Jesus, to, follow Jesus, to, serve, Jesus, to serve Jesus, to love you, Jesus. To love you, Jesus. I belong to you. I belong to you. From this moment forward, this moment forward I, will love you. I will love you. I will serve you. I will serve you. Thank you, Savior, Thank you, Savior for, saving my soul. for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for all these precious souls here. Everybody, I pray for them, Lord. May they be established and planted in your kingdom now and forevermore. On that day, may their names be called out of the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. God bless all of you. God bless you. Listen, our pastors and counselors, I'm going to speak with you briefly and give every one of you a precious gift, okay? So kindly go with them this way. Are you ready for them? I'm sure. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.